The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready for operational excellence? Welcome to the Visual Workplace, work that makes sense, where your host and visual workplace expert, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, shares powerful visual principles and practices to optimize your operations and make them safer, faster, better, and far less costly. The Visual Workplace. You can't get to excellence without it. Now, here's Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. Hi. Hi. Welcome, everybody. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, and I am your host on this, our weekly radio show about letting the workplace speak. Welcome to the Visual Workplace. In each of our shows, we look at some aspect of that, of how to embed the intelligence of our operational system into what I call the living landscape of work. And we do that through visual devices. It's a living landscape because it is a language a landscape that is alive with intelligence, our intelligence, with that dynamic interchange that we have between our minds and the environments that we work in, the environments that we live in, where we spend our time. And in a visual workplace, we install that language, the language of our current level of operations into the physical work environment. We do that through visual devices, visual mini-systems, connected networks of systems, macro-systems of visuality. And when we do, we make that intelligence very concrete, very specific, because these are physical devices that we're using to embed the system. And as a result, we can literally see how we think. We can see what we think. And we can see how that thinking functions. And that provides us with a platform for going further. There cannot be improvement that is continuous unless we have these platforms, these stepping stones of our current understanding captured and in the visual workplace made physical and visible And then we build on it because we can see it. We can interact with it. We can see that. And then we can see the other factors around it that were formerly out of our view. Not visible. Because that platform, that refinement wasn't there. You know, another way of looking at this is growth. This is the way we grow the organization. We build on our own intelligence. And why do we bother? We bother for the bottom line benefit. In most companies that I've worked in or that have used the methodologies that we describe here that I've been developing over the last 35 years, 34 years I think now I'm fudging a little, in most of those work environments, be be they factories or hospitals or continuous process flow, food manufacturing plants, we see a 15 to 30% increase in productivity. We see better quality, of course, but we see that increase in productivity, in improved safety, in more aligned delivery times, and in shrinking costs. And we see, as a second benefit on the same level as bottom line, a splendid cultural alignment 
a spirited and engaged workforce on all levels. Not just operators, although there is much to celebrate there, but also supervisors, middle managers, CEOs, and up and down the supply chain, and the front office, and purchasing, and the cafeteria, and the yard everywhere. And as a result, we enjoy ourselves at work because we have created a culture of deep and complete visual communication. We are in the safety net of being connected, connected with each other, connected with the things, the physical things of our work environment, the living workplace. The enterprise becomes increasingly conscious, fluid, self-aware, if you will. And, you know, how fun is that? Let's party. That's it. We go to work and we grow. We grow the organization and we grow ourselves. We talked about this in a few of the shows on leadership. Do you know what growth means to you? Do you know what it means for your organization? And do you know what it means for the people you work with? And are there ways for you to grow, the company to grow, and the people you work with to grow? This is an important question. We're growing beings. And we create dynamic environments for us to grow in, like Petri dishes, these companies we work for. It's a beautiful exchange of value. Us valuing and growing within it, and it valuing us and growing because of us, triggered by us. So, that's the visual workplace. This is what I've been doing for many, many years, and boy, I tell you, I love it. And I hope that you love it too, or will come to love it. So, welcome. And after a few quick announcements, we will jump in. So, I wanted to tell you that today... An hour after this show ends, this very day, I will present the final live webinar in our 2015 winter series, a company case study, pardon me, the cat or someone else has my tongue today, but it certainly is not in my mouth, a company case study in workplace visuality. Royal Nordbaum Trailers, they're in Holland, tremendously intelligent, hardworking, inventive workplace, and I have a wonderful webinar to present. I have actually 138 slides. I was going over them yesterday, and I think I can cover just about all of them. There are lots of pictures. You'll see hundreds of devices, hundreds of devices. This is not me droning on about one single point that raises your awareness when I do webinars any more than I do that on this radio show. This is packed with what I've learned. And the advantage of the live webinar is that you get to see the pictures. <laughs> lots of pictures, lots and lots and lots of examples. This particular environment is heavy manufacturing. So you're going to see lots of things and wonderful displays and also wonderful Hoshin. They opened, in the parlance of my model of the 10 doorways, they opened six of the 10 doorways. And they created a workforce of visual thinkers. And think of it, and they're Dutch. And they're Dutch. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) 
So I think you'll find it super interesting. There's still time to register. Go to visualworkplace.com. Go to our website. Click on live webinar in the upper navigation bar. The blue navigation says live webinar. Or you can call us at 503-233-1784. We do one of these every month. They cost $75 a piece, but many times we'll have 20 or 30 people in the room of the people who sign up. It isn't for one person. Show it on your big screen. Learn from it. Spend an hour a month with your work crew, with your team, with your managers, depending on the subject matter. There's a range of subject matters. Let 30 people, 40 people, 3,000 people benefit from that $75 investment. If you buy the whole package of four webinars at once, there's a discount. I'm sorry, I don't recall exactly what it is. We will be starting our spring series in, I beg your pardon, our summer series in May, and there's a wonderful lineup there. It will be on our website, I think tomorrow, maybe even today. I also want to say to you that we have a membership, and I really want to encourage you to join that membership. On the first level, it's completely free, and you get streaming podcasts, you get our newsletter, which is great. The kinds, the things I'm going to be talking about this week are in the newsletter, and there are pictures, and pictures from last week. It's going to be a kind of combined topic matter. So for the free level, you get things that I put in the Visual Workplace toolbox that, that, that are there for you to use in your own implementation, and that's just for signing up. And that's free. And the next level, you get a little bit more. You get some benefits. I believe it's $19 a month. And on the third level, which is only $89 a month, you get a full year of webinars, which cost $75 all by themselves, plus you get access for 30 days to three of our online e-learning modules from Work That Makes Sense, and each of those are worth $500 for the year, for the use of the year, but you get it for a whole month, you can take a look at it, you can use it for the entire month, and that's for $89 a month, so it's really, really worth it. You'll find that on our membership page. You'll see the giraffes and the Australian prairie dogs, and you'll see the benefits of membership. Please click there. The workshop, I'm I'm sorry, the website is finally working. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It has made a saint of me. I have become a saint in putting this this website up, and I am surrounded by saints because it has all been such a grinding process. So the e-store is up and it is responsive to your iPhone. I think today's the first day. It will scale. It will scale. I know you've been discouraged, but please come back. Try it one more time. Visualworkplace.com. Visualworkplace.com. So again, if you want to sign up for the registry, if you want to register for the webinar, which happens in about an hour and 45 minutes, 503-233-1784. 503-233-1784, go to our website, visualworkplace.com. So I think I'm going to move on to our topic for the day, which is the visual workplace. We have just completed our visual leadership series, almost 40 shows, almost an entire spanned year. 
And I don't need to tell you what I've talked about because you've been listening. The last show was last week. Ah, I do want to make this announcement. Next week, we're going to be interviewing a great leader, Kendall Henry, who's the plant manager of the MWV Slater's Slatersville plant in Rhode Island. They have started a very strong implementation of visuality, and he will be here for an interview. It's the first interview I've given in, in about a year and a half for an interview, and you will be listening to the kind of leader I've been describing, the Barracuda leader who eats improvement for lunch and who is always hungry, Kendall Henry, the plant manager of MWV Slatersville in Rhode Island. I hope you join us. We'll be sending out an announcement, which will be in the newsletter, which I hope you sign up for. Go to our website. It's free. Sign up. We've done with that series, and I want to get us back into the stride of looking at the big picture of what a visual workplace is and what happens when it speaks. What happens when formerly voiceless workstations, equipment, tools, machines, material, whip communicate with us freely and precisely because we have made it so? So we'll pick this right up right after the break, which is happening now. I'll be here when you get back. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you the business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network you're listening to the visual workplace work that makes sense with dr gwendolyn galsworth if you have a question or comment about today's program please call 1-866- 472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth, 
Welcome to segment two of our show today at the Visual Workplace, where we let the workplace speak. And what happens when the workplace speaks? What happens when those formerly voiceless parts of our day suddenly communicate with us with precision and when and as we need it? What happens when we know vital information, the details of our work at a glance without speaking a word, without asking a single question, without answering a single question? What happens when we take the muzzle off? That's what today's show is about. We're going to begin this. I want to begin from the beginning. I want to begin with definitions and get that understanding in place. And we can do that much more completely now because we've been together for four years. Because you have built your understanding. 70,000 people listen in every month. They either listen in directly during the show or they download the podcast. And we're very, very pleased. So, how is that? How do we do it? How do we embed our operational intelligence into the landscape of work, intelligence we can see, intelligence that functions? Workplace visuality is rooted in a set of powerful principles that when we systematically apply them, create a reliable and highly effective operational environment, an environment that you can bank on because it makes money. Because visuality drives out waste. And it is an environment you can also build on. You can grow your company because operations works. Because operations work. But that environment can only speak if you give it a voice. And you can only find that voice if you see. (laughs) If you see what is there and more importantly what is not. If you are or are becoming a visual thinker, it is a way of looking and understanding and improving. It is a paradigm of continuous improvement. So let's define the visual workplace. Let's define it. What precisely is it? Here's my definition. A visual workplace is a self-ordering, self-explaining, self-regulating, and self-improving work environment where what is supposed to happen does happen, on time, every time, day or night, because of visual devices. And I want to look at this definition, which evolved over the decades, decades of implementation, and I think it's worth a closer look. Let's look at it piece by piece. The first half of the definition says, this is the top line, a visual workplace is self-ordering, self-explaining, self-regulating, and self-improving. This describes the outcome, the outcome in terms of functionality, how that workplace functions. When a workplace gets visual, it functions differently. Safer, better, faster, smoother, yes, but also differently. For example, Let's look at a tiny example of a visual workplace, like the gas pump that you encounter a couple of times a week at the gas station. All the information is there. It is orderly. It is visible. 
It is order you can see, order that functions that helps you get the outcome you want to get the gas. A visual workplace, that visual corner of the world, harnesses the power of order so you can use it for business advantage. That order in a gas kiosk, that part of the gas station, the gas pump, is business advantage, that visual order, because it means that your customer can serve himself. That order makes it possible for the gas tank to be self-serving because it is self-explaining. And because it's self-explaining, it's self-regulating. It explains itself to anyone and everyone who uses it. It shares information about what to do, what not to do, how and when to do it, how to respond if something, including yourself, goes wrong. The environment is transparent. It explains itself and it regulates itself through these high-impact, low-cost visual devices. Just think of the gas pump. And now, bring that same functionality into your work environment and multiply it by 10. 10 gas pump-like corners of functionality, or by 100 or by a thousand, or by a hundred thousand. A visual workplace is populated not by hundreds, but by thousands of visual devices that attack the enemy. The enemy's name is motion moving without working. At a gas pump, it will be, you don't know how to pay. You don't know which gas the pump is going to deliver. You have to ask questions. You go inside. Hey, I need to have some regular gas. Which of these three choices these three little buttons do I push because they all have no information on them. Go to the gas tank and look at it today or tomorrow next time you're there and take away, in your mind's eye, take away all the visual information sharing and imagine how many times you're going to have to go and find someone who's more experienced, a veteran employee or a veteran gas pumper, another customer like yourself who knows how to use this thing or go inside and wait for the guy behind the counter to get off the phone and then ask your question and then make it to your appointment on time or make it home for dinner or still have time to go shopping and get that milk before you go home. You can do this with a simple, that's your vision place, with a simple gas pump. That will tell you everything. And the capability that you gain over time to correct yourself with the gas pumps as they currently are, full of visual information sharing, gives you the ability to improve. The environment itself is self-improving because it's constantly feeding you information and developing a feedback loop on our performance and the performance of that corner of the world. That's the first part of the definition. It works everywhere. A self-ordering, self-explaining, self-regulating, and self-improving work environment. I love lean. I want to say this to you. I love lean, but lean does not give you this. And if you do 5S according to the lean book, you will not get this. You will get labels and lines. You will get posters and signs. You will not get performance functionality. You will not get visual performance. 
and there will be money lying on the floor that you don't even see because you don't know what the environment is capable of when we give it a voice. That's what visuality is about. Making a partner out of the physical landscape of work instead of using it as a thing. Mute, dumb, there to be abused becomes a valued partner, respected partner in your work because you have made it so. Because you have taught it to speak, made it speak, designed it to speak, and it becomes a glory. It becomes a partner. It becomes an extension of your intelligence. It becomes your operational system. So because we're talking about visual devices as that which holds the information, let's define a visual device so we have that under our belt as well, and we can move on to the second part of the definition. What is a visual device? It is an apparatus, a thing, an item. It's actual, it's physical. And it influences, directs, or limits our behavior. It even controls our behavior. How? By making information vital to the task at hand available at a glance to anyone and everyone who needs it. And it does this without speaking a word. Again, go to the gas pump and count the number of visual devices that are there. I'm looking at one right now. I'm looking at simply where you put in the credit card. It isn't just a slot. It has all kinds of information around it, and it also has pokeyoke or visual guarantees to make sure that I put it in the right way and only the right way, and I can get my gas and pay my money and get the heck out of there. Just that little corner. But then there's all the information about the gas, the kinds of gas, some easy distinguishers, 87, 89, hit the right button, and the price, which is the great governor, the price on each gas button, and then the gas that's being pumped and how much it's costing you, the number of the kiosk, so you can go inside and say, hey, I'm on number three pump, and I can't get a receipt. You have to go inside, but at least of the 17 pumps that are outside the window of the clerk, he knows which one is yours. These are all visual devices. They're intentional. You take one of these away, you may not notice it. You take some of these away, you won't like to pump gas at that gas station anymore because it's too much work. It's too unsettling. It becomes a part of the drama instead of seamlessly simply a part of getting gas and going home. Extrapolate that. Apply those scenarios I just described to your own workplace and you'll know if your workplace is visual or not. Or if you are patching your way through not having visual devices by asking a lot of questions and answering them. The level of information that visual devices can carry is as wide in scope and detail as the world of information itself. I'm going to say it again. The level of information visual devices can carry, because you have made it so, is as wide in scope and detail as the world of information itself. In other words, visual devices are capable of carrying any level of information in any scope, in any detail, you invented. You invented 
And even though we're not going to be talking about the enemy during this show and probably not the next either, we're going to name the enemy again, we named it once already, as motion, moving without working. That is you moving your hands and feet, your body, and noticing that it is not supporting the outcome that you want. It is simply getting you to the place where you can begin to get the outcome that you want. In the workplace, it's work, and here it's pumping the gas. Hey, I don't know how to use this pump. Hey, I don't know which gas to choose. Hey, I don't know how to pay my money. The work is to pump the gas, pay for it, and go home. The work is to pump the gas, pay for it, and you go home. (laughs) Everything else is motion. I will save for you the discussion about why I don't use the word waste. But in visuality, it's motion. So we're going to move on to the second half of the definition of a visual workplace right after the next break. I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to The Visual Workplace, Work That Makes Sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's toll free 1 866 472 5790. Or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Hi, this is Gwendolyn Galsworth. Welcome back to the third part of our show today at the Visual Workplace. I'm really glad you joined us. I was saying just before the break how important it is to understand that the level of information visual devices can carry because of your understanding, your application, and your iterations of visual devices, keeping, keeping building them, to keep building them until they really do your will that that level is as wide in scope and detail as the world of information itself. Few companies understand this. So their deployment is marginal, even slight. They do a little of this, a little of that, and they're proud of it, and they see how wonderful it is. They don't understand how much further they can go and what the business benefit and cultural benefit will be, especially if they implement it properly. This is a new competency for your company. And I will tell you, if your managers don't understand it 
and you're trying to do it alone, it's going to be hard for you. I got a phone call just yesterday from, I say this with great modesty and gratitude, one of my biggest fans. <laughs> seems silly to say that, I know, but it's somebody who listens to my shows like a single show 15 times because he's getting something out of it. And he actually is an improvement leader. And he wants to bring visuality in. We have certain payment plans for some of our e-learning systems, and he's trying to get the payment plan down low enough so it is so that it's under the ra- radar, and his boss doesn't notice it because he knows once he'll get start he gets started, and demonstrate the result that he will get a tremendous support. But until he can get the opportunity, he has to kind of fuss and figure out how to do it under the radar. This is one of the greatest barriers to visuality. Once we understand it, we get it and companies pursue it. We get phone calls where people want to start a visual conversion like in three days because suddenly the penny dropped and they get it. But if you don't get it and you're a manager, you will block visuality from your your plant and from your growth from your company and my heart goes out to him we're working something out now we think it will work we want to support you and believe me we fashion many deals because we know that one of the greatest barriers is simply ignorance ignorance in the sense of the greek meaning which is just not knowing it isn't a crime to be ignorant. It isn't um, a fault, but it is a problem. <laughs> you simply don't know, and so certain things aren't in your line of thinking. So we're working against that now. This show, if I can get on to it, on with it, should help. Please let your manager listen to the show, and I think, I hope, I'm doing a good job in explaining this. So. A visual device is an apparatus or a thing that influences, directs, and controls behavior. That means performance. Your performance, my performance, the performance of the machine, the performance of the workforce. It is the governance. Lean doesn't do that. Lean sets up an environment for pull, standard work and pull, critical path. But let us move on to the second half of the definition. A visual workplace is where what is supposed to happen does happen on time, every time, day or night, because of visual devices. This describes a broader outcome, a company that can, through visual devices, ensure the precise execution of standards. That's what is supposed to happen. Technical standards, your dimensionality, your values, your specs, and procedural standards, how you achieve those specs. Technical standards is the what, what are the specs. Procedural standards are how do we achieve them reliably, repeatably, precisely. So that's what we're talking about in the second part of this definition. A visual workplace is where what is supposed to happen your standards, does happen, your standards, on time, every time, no matter what shift, because of visual devices. 
and the result, work is executed with precision, reliably, predictably, translating perceived value, what the customer wants, into received value, what the customer buys. That's what visuality does. It translates precisely, repeatedly, reliably that value statement from perceived value, what the customer wants, into received value, what the customer buys. The entire world of work, whether yours is an assembly plant, hospital, bank, airport, military depot, government agency, retail store, pharmaceutical factory, whatever, is striving to make work safer, simpler, more logical, reliable, linked, and less costly. And central to that is workplace visuality. The visual workplace is not about buckets and brooms and posters and signs. It is a compelling operational imperative. Central to your war on waste, crucial to to meeting daily production goals, crucial to vastly reduced lead times, and dramatically improved quality. But most people don't understand that. The tremendous power of embedded information, visual information. Instead, they treat it as an add-on to some other improvement initiative, Lean or Six Sigma. We know what visual is. We put up our signs and we stuck on our labels and we put down our lines and we even color-coded them for heaven's sakes. We know what visual is. This is often what we hear. But this is not just a mistaken thinking. It is the loss of a huge improvement opportunity. Think of visuality as this, a gigantic adherence mechanism, a dinosaur size, gigantic, gigantesque, gigantiguous, huge adherence mechanism where visual devices translate the thousands of information transactions that occur every day at work into visible meaning and embeds that meaning into the living landscape of work. This visual meaning doesn't just impact performance, it is performance. It creates performance. It creates them. If you are thinking of visuality as 5S, you are looking at about 15% of the spectrum. If you are thinking of visuality as visual management, your charts, your metrics, you are looking at about 7% of the visual spectrum. Neither one of those embeds performance. Your outcome is embedded performance. Not hundreds, but thousands of visual devices created by a workforce that needs them a workforce that knows how to think visually. Added up, these devices create an operational language of operational excellence in your, in your enterprise. A language that speaks to everyone and anyone who wants to listen or even those who are not intentionally listening. Visual devices will seamlessly guide, direct, and even limit their behavior. Is your workplace speaking the language of operational excellence to you, is it? So that's our definition. And on that definition, we're going to go on and talk more right now 
about embedded information. Our definition, again, to put the both parts together, the top and the bottom, is this. A visual workplace is a self-ordering, self-explaining, self-regulating, and self-improving work environment where what is supposed to happen does happen. Our standards. On time, every time, day or night, because of visual devices, because of visual solutions, because of visual thinking. Okay? So on that, I'm going to move on and talk about the power of embedded information, the mechanism that allows the workplace to speak. I want to talk about it a little bit more until the end of the show. And then we'll pick up this next week. Now, next week, we're going to be interviewing Kendall, Kendall Henry from MWV Slatersville in Rhode Island, wonderful Barracuda leader. I think you'll love this. Is well, I'll save it. I'll save it for the interview. Let me not digress. So now let's look at the power of embedded information. In a visual workplace, information is converted into simple, commonly understood devices that are installed in the process of work itself, as close to the point of use as possible. As close to the point of use as possible. The result is the transformation of a formerly mute work work environment into one that speaks. We took the muzzle off. Take the muzzle off. Take the muzzle off of your workplace. Formerly mute work environment. And now it speaks clearly and precisely on how to perform error-free work safely, smoothly, repeatably, reliably, and on time. And please, if you are High complexity, low stock, this applies to you even more than high volume, low complexity. Please do not exclude yourself. I will send you instead to see Stuart Bellamy at Brandt Engineering in Canada and Regina, and he will show you what low stock, low volume means. Two years three years of development and yet his he is building a visual workplace god bless Stuart. he's taking these principles and he has wrestled them to the ground and he said this applies to me it must apply to me because we are not doing good work without it and he's and he's made that real so We ask ourselves, what happens when the workplace speaks? What happens when formerly voiceless workstations and machines and tools and whip and equipment communicate freely and precisely with us? What happens when we know the vital details without anyone telling us, without us asking a single question? When a company, and ah, and I will look to, answer that question after our next and final break for today. Going into our third break, I'll be here when you get back. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. 
Are you ready to bring the power of the visual workplace to your company? Gwendolyn Galsworth, visual workplace expert and award-winning author, is available to help you harness and maximize that power. With nearly 30 years of hands-on experience, Dr. Galsworth shows you how through in-house seminars, site assessments, total company conversions, keynotes, coaching, and consulting. Learn about visuality through our books, DVDs, on-demand webinars, visual edge learning packages, and a host of other teaching materials. Enroll in the Visual Lean Institute and get trained and licensed as an instructor or QMI affiliate in any of our nine core visual workplace courses. Keep your visual workplace going and growing. Visit our website at visualworkplace.com to learn more about workplace visuality, our products and services, and when Gwendolyn will be presenting near you. That website again is visualworkplace.com. Bob Pritchard has over 30 years of experience as a straight-talking business consultant and author working with some of the top Fortune 500 companies. Now he's come to the Voice America Business Channel to help you and your business. Tune in to the Bob Pritchard Radio Show for information about starting and successfully running a profitable business. From the movers and shakers to great marketing screw-ups, you can't afford to miss a single edition of the Bob Pritchard Radio Show, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Business. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense with Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth. If you have a question or comment about today's program, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5790 or send an email to radio at visualworkplace.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth. We're in our final and fourth segment of our show today, and I want to also give you a little nudge to please register for the webinar that is happening in about an hour. Just call our offices, 503-233-1784, 1784 or register online it's happening in an hour and you will see a workplace such as I'm describing I will show you as much as I can humanly fit in the hour hour and 15 minutes stay for an hour if you if you only have an hour but if you stay for an hour and 15 minutes you'll see the most of it you'll see the thinking behind it and we'll still have time a little bit of time for questions in the last 15 minutes uh, after an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> so just before the break, I had posed this question. What happens when the workplace speaks? And when it speaks, this is what happens. When a company becomes a fully functioning visual workplace, each employee has instant on-demand access to that information that is vital to that employee's work. And so the enterprise is infused with intelligence you can see. Intelligence that illuminates. Intelligence that drives the corporate intent. Corporations are made up of us doing our work. Us aligning with the corporate intent and driving towards that intent with our our contribution, our work. You take the result to the bank, the company grows, but you also grow the company into a stable, living, breathing, highly functioning 
organism, the Japanese speak this way about companies, as though they are beings, living organisms that continue to grow, to expand, and that have the flexibility because the information is embedded to reliably do, but also to reliably change, to be able to accelerate the shift because the environment itself is so stable and known. The word I use is transparent. I adopted that word back in the 19, about 1984, and it's commonly used to describe a workplace that functions visually. In such an enterprise, every section of the floor, I'm going to talk manufacturing now, but believe me, this applies to offices. You don't have to put the borders down, but there are other ways of grabbing the pattern. Every section of the floor, every bench, every work surface, hand tool, part, machine, rack, cabinet, every bin is equipped to make a contribution to the collective purpose that is beyond its mere existence. It isn't just a bin, it's a partner. Because that item can communicate visually the vital information who need to, to people who need to use it. It speaks. There are no exceptions in a highly functioning visual workplace. The floors do not exist simply to walk on or to hold us up. They function, showing us where it is safe to walk, where the materials are, where we're supposed to work, where we're not supposed to work. I talk about this in this week's issue of the Visual Thinker newsletter. And one of the images that I share in living color is the stunning border system at the Arnott's plant in Australia, where when I first went there, I was simply afraid for my life because I was in this vast beige floor. I didn't know where in was, and worse, I didn't know where out was. And so we began, and now stunning floor borders that show us the walk lanes and also alert forklift drivers when they are near pedestrian traffic. Beautiful, broad green, yellow bands, beautiful, I mean, truly beautiful to look at, but also highly functioning. A formerly mute floor, it is not fair to call it dumb as in stupid, but dumb as in no voice. Could not make a contribution. The things of work. Benches are not merely surfaces on which to place tools and parts and our elbows. Through the visual wear, which is 5S in my book on steroids, benches tell the exact location of the things of work and they show us when they are missing. A simple address can save lives. You call it a label, I call it an address because address speaks to function and a label is generic. So a simple visual address can save lives. In a pharmacy, and again, this is shown in the newsletter, The Visual Thinker, the one that we send out every week. Just sign up. It's yours free, and it's really good. There's an article. We talk about the radio show, and there are always pictures, examples of these things. So here in a pharmacy are some uh, cancer-treating medicines, chemicals, but with these Greek-derived names, it's really important to know the difference between 
the names of things. And the staff at this pharmacy minimized mix-ups by highlighting the CIS of the cisplatin, which is a particular chemical, because that's the telling difference. And if you don't notice that difference, you could cause somebody to get sick or lose their life instead of helping them to live longer. A simple address can save lives. Departments are not merely a collection of furniture and things. When we give them a voice through visuality, they become productive allies that manage themselves and the enterprise as well. I've seen this. I've lived it. This is my work. Tools are not restricted to merely helping us convert materials. They also tell us how to use them properly, when they need to be calibrated, when they are unsafe. Tools are vocal partners in a visual workplace, partners in the production process. When we create equipment that speaks machines, for example, another example assists us in their own changeovers. I am talking about a new and I think vibrant relationship with so-called inanimate objects. This is very much a theme in my work because I've seen it and because I've worked with people who have made it so. They follow the methodology I give them and they have outcomes that stun me in a fully functioning visual workplace, the things of the physical work environment contribute to making profit in ways that go far beyond their mere existence. Through visuality, through visuality, they become active and sustaining partners in the process of work and day-to-day improvement. Imagine that any employee, whether a newcomer, a veteran, or a temp, could safely and effectively and efficiently run a new process in your company, new to them, with merely a simple orientation, because the process is visually capable of sharing vital information about its own performance instantly at the point of use. It trains us. What would that mean to your bottom line? Go further. What would it mean? If your entire enterprise, the whole supply chain from, cha- from sales, customer service, through design, production, and shipping were visually capable of responding to changes in minutes, responding to changes in minutes instead of days, would that improve your competitive advantage? So think about these solutions and please look to see the connection between them and the way your company functions right now. Whether you're a military depot, a factory, a bank, or a hospital, doesn't matter. Your workplace, performance matters. You're converting something into prosperity. You're serving in some way. Do you begin to see the great power of information that is embedded into the process of work, visually available to everyone and anyone who needs it as close to the point of view as possible. Do you see that? If you do, then I would say you are already on your way to workplace visuality. And for that, I say hooray. And I also want to say thank you. We are at the end of our show today, and it's been a pleasure to share this with you. I want to thank you for listening in. I look forward to the next time. This is Gwendolyn Galsworth at The Visual Workplace, and I'm signing off. We 
appreciate your joining us this week for The Visual Workplace, work that makes sense. Please tune in for another episode next Thursday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, featuring your host, Dr. Gwendolyn Galsworth, on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening.